Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everybody? You are listening to another episode of Life in English. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. And today we're talking about reasons to be yourself. All right, so if you're not interested in this subject, you can go ahead and skip this episode, turn the podcast off altogether, but that's what we're talking about today. I need some intro music in this motherfucker, man. You know, um, there's a there's a really good English podcast called Luke's English Podcast. Shout out to Teacher Luke. Uh, your work is amazing, man. If you can hear this, keep up the good work. And he's got like this little, this little, uh, little jingle at the beginning, and I think the end, maybe at the beginning of his podcast it's like do 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 you are listening to luke's english podcast or something like that man it's dope though it's really dope i gotta get some some intro music both for the podcast and for the youtube videos man anyway way off topic but yeah man we're uh we're talking about reasons to be yourself today and i think this this subject is important not just today, it's always been important, but it's definitely important today when we live in a world where, how can I say this? Every year the world is getting smaller and smaller. We're gaining more and more access to other people. And you might, you can say we're getting more access to uh, people's lives and the way that they live, but really what we're getting more access to is the way people present their lives. And the way people present their lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And that can be... Shit. Hey, just let me let you know now, man. Uh, you're going to hear me cursing a whole lot in this fucking podcast. Because I'm at my sister's house right now. Because the internet is so much better here. And I had to upload some videos for my YouTube channel. So I came over here to upload those videos. And I figured she's not here. She's in, in Texas right now. So I would take advantage of this empty apartment where it's nice and quiet and record this podcast. But there are so many fucking flies in this apartment. So many fucking flies in this apartment, man. It's getting on my nerves, dude. I hate bugs. I fucking hate bugs. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here trying to record my podcast. They're all on my fucking face, all in my ear and shit, man. So forgive me in advance. You're going to hear a lot of pauses and curse words and and bad language, but um, I think you'll survive. So like I was saying, reasons to be yourself. I think this is an important subject that I think about quite a bit. I've been thinking about the subject since I was maybe 17 or 18 years old, to be honest with you, because um, just to give you some context, me personally, I'm going to share a little story with you. Me personally, uh, I grew up in a, at least the way I remember it, I grew up in a less than traditional way in that I mean, I had a family and everything I needed materially, but I kind of grew up as like a a self-proclaimed outcast. And an outcast is somebody who lives kind of like outside of society. You know, they were cast out of society, hence the name outcast. And um, I think part of it was because as a kid, my family and I were always moving around from city to city, you know. Like, I think now, in 2019, I've lived in 12, maybe 11 or 12 different cities, and I'm 24, you know what I'm saying? So, I've I've never lived anywhere longer than two or three years, except uh, Jonesboro, Georgia, where I went to high school. I did all four years at that school, but my sister didn't. She spent two years at one high school, and then the last two years at another high school. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is by moving around so much since you know the age of three I was always the new kid at school I was always the new kid in the neighborhood and not I don't think that's enough to have an effect on who you become as a person just that situation alone I think it's your reaction to that situation that has an effect on who you become as a person like you know being raised in a particular environment is one thing, but everyone reacts differently to the same environment or the same situation. That's why we all become different people. That's why you and your brother or you and your sister or you and your friends, even though you grew up in the same house, the same street, the na- the same neighborhood, the same city, you're very different people. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone reacts to uh, situations differently, I think. So my reaction to that situation was kind of like, I didn't really know how to make friends. I didn't, I was kind of scared to try. So my reaction to just always being the new kid uh, was just to be by myself. I mean, I had friends when I was growing up. I don't want to give you the wrong uh, idea. Like I literally spent all day locked in my room talking to my teddy bear or some shit. That's not what I mean. I'm just saying I spent a lot of time alone, especially as I got older when making friends became more... It seemed to be more important. It became a little more urgent. You know, when you're a little kid, you make friends easily and you just go play. But when you get to like 12, 13, 15, 18, making friends is just a, I don't know, for me, it was a different process. And I was never really good at it. Never good at approaching people. Was never good at sharing myself with other people. And I think that was the other part of that. Like part of it was because I was always moving around and I was a new kid and I didn't know how to integrate into the existing the existing society right i think the other part was i had no idea who i was or what i was about 
which is why for pretty much my entire life it's been difficult to share myself with people you know so yeah I think part of that or all of that is why thinking about reasons to be myself or reasons you should be yourself is something I've thought about for years years and years because I think it was a great experience in hindsight you know like looking back looking back towards the past I think uh it was good for me to experience life that way kind of on the outside of the group and not in the middle of it because it gave me such a different perspective on what's important in life on you know what people are really like you just get a totally different perspective when you stand far away from something when you're close up on it when you're in the middle of it you kind of can't see the entire situation but when you take a few steps back and look at it it just I don't know you get a different understanding and I think that's what I got through all those years of kind of making myself the outcast because like I said in those situations I was kind of scared to put myself out there you know I was kind of scared to show people who I was I was scared of being rejected you know um, and stuff like that so I kind of just chose to stay to myself most of the time and um, I think in the moment it was a little more difficult because you know as a kid you want friends you know you're saying you 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 want to go have fun you want to play you want to do stuff like that I think at any age but definitely as a kid and when you get to those teenage years uh, it's a whole nother thing so it was difficult in the moment kind of like it is for everybody right but it was difficult in the moment kind of stumbling through each new city each new situation kind of not really knowing who I was or how to adapt to these new situations. But now that I'm older, I see that it was absolutely necessary, you know, and it played such a huge part in who I became or who I am today because uh, I'm much more independent than most people I know. So I think, although it can be kind of sad when you're younger and... Maybe you don't have a lot of friends or you spend a lot of time alone and stuff like that. It it can be difficult, but I think it's a luxury at the end of the day. And I got this idea from a man whose name I can't remember, but I was with, I was listening to a video on Jordan Peterson's channel. Uh, and if you don't know who Jordan Peterson is, you need to. So go to Google or YouTube and top, type in Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Um, I'm actually going to play uh, a clip or an audio clip of um, a podcast between him and, and Joe Rogan a little bit later. But anyway, I was listening to a video with Jordan Peterson and some other man, I can't remember his name. And he was the one that kind of articulated that idea for me, like growing up as an, uh, a quote unquote outcast, somebody who is maybe a weirdo, doesn't have many friends, doesn't talk very much. Nobody knows who he is and shit like that. It's really a luxury because of the perspective that you gain on life when you're not focused on everyone else. You're kind of just focused on yourself, what you're interested in, what you like to do, you know, because I look at it this way. You can always integrate into society, right? If you start from the outside, you can always go inside, but it's much more difficult starting from the inside and then forcing yourself outside. Because the inside is comfortable. You know, you got company. 
you feel safe you feel like you belong somewhere and then you got to go outside by yourself and you maybe feel lost afraid insecure lonely and that can be really difficult for some people which is why i think it's so difficult for a lot of people to to be alone for extended periods of time and i'm not talking about introverts versus extroverts extroverts that's not what i'm talking about because there are some people that need to be around others for energy you know they just just the way their brain is wired but i'm talking about people who literally are afraid of being alone or are afraid of just being with themselves you know they need other people to distract them from themselves hopefully that makes sense so i think it was it was definitely a luxury growing up that way kind of uh spending a lot more time in solitude than the people around me and the perspective it gave me you know I mentioned that it showed me a different side of what's important in life I think being independent is one of the most important things you know when you talk about becoming an adult being a real person is not just being able to pay your own bills not just being able to you know go where you want when you want and that type of thing but to be able to rely on yourself and like be your own friend i really don't think we talk about that enough being your own fucking friend you know and it's really not that easy either when you stop and think about it because if you don't know yourself how can you be your friend how can you be friends with anybody that you don't know or at least that you're at least getting to know it's kind of impossible right so I don't know. I don't know if I'm making any points here. I mean, we're at 12 minutes and maybe I should start making plans for these podcasts. I really don't like to. It's tedious and I don't like reading from a script. I kind of prefer this show to be me sharing my thoughts with you, but hopefully it's not me just rambling and you listening for the first 10 minutes and then you turn this shit off because it's so boring. I really hope that's not what's happening. And the worst part about this podcast thing is like I have no way of knowing unless you leave a comment on my website or you send me an email or a message on Instagram or something like that. I don't know. I know there's only like seven people that listen to this podcast. So if you're one of them, obviously you're one of them. I appreciate you for being here. All right. But anyway, reasons to be yourself, man. Like I mentioned being independent is one of the most important things to me in my life and not having to rely on somebody else for emotional stability or financial stability, spiritual stability, all those types of things, man. You really need to be able to rely on yourself for those at some point in life. And to be able to do that, you have to know who you are, right? And that's kind of vague. Like, man, you need to get to know yourself. Self-knowledge is really important. Go meditate. It's kind of vague, right? So my one of the things I wanted to do in this podcast was talk about how do you get to know yourself. Before, I don't know which one I should speak about first, to be honest with you. I think first I'll speak about reasons to be yourself. And then I'll speak about a little bit about uh, how you find out who you are how you begin to be yourself you know what i'm saying so we are i already mentioned independence you know but i also think another reason to be yourself is because 
that's really all you can be. You know, I mentioned earlier that we live in a world today where we're kind of access, where we have so much access to so many people around us. And it's so easy to get a false sense of reality. It's so easy for your vision of the world and of other people to be distorted, you know, by spending all day on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube and getting a false sense of what people are really like, of what success really is or what it takes to get or become successful, you know? It's very easy to get a distorted vision. I'm I've I how can I say I've gone through the same situation, you know. And I think it's natural, right? Especially if you're a younger person, I think it's natural for anybody, but especially if you're age like 16 to 30. It's natural to be online for extended periods of time seeing other people quote unquote live in their dreams or living great lives or goddamn you know i wish i had a body like that or i wish i could do this or that it's so easy to get caught up in that bullshit you know but i think in the midst of getting caught up in that bullshit you lose yourself you know you stop focusing on yourself and developing yourself and you just focused on somebody else and their progress and evolution and development or at least whatever they present you know but you you can't be anybody else, even if you try. You know, I think, like I said, when you're younger, it's, it's natural to also imitate the people that you look up to or that you admire. You know, I mean, spend five minutes on the Instagram on the Instagram app, just scrolling through the explore section, and you see a bunch of copies. You know, a bunch of girls taking the same picture with the same dumbass face. You know what I'm saying? Or with no clothes on, just trying to get some attention. So. It's just incentive for you to do the same thing because you see the attention that they get and you feel, for some strange reason, that's success. You feel, for some strange reason, that is what brings value to your life, you know? And that's natural. When you grow up inside, when you grow up inside the chaos that is society or a group of people, you know, we live in a in a meritocracy. So the only time you really get recognition in the public eye is if you do something that the public values if you make great music or you're a great actor or you're very physically attractive or something like that that's valuable to the masses you know so we as the individuals we kind of see that and we're like shit i need to be like that if i'm going to be considered a valuable person or if i'm going to feel like a valuable person i think that's a better way to say it but um Although it's natural to think and feel that way, I, I think it's it truly is like a, a mental or a logical fallacy. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's true we do live in a meritocracy, I still think that being validated based on your quote-unquote merit by society is not what you should base your self-image on or your personal value, your sense of self-worth. You know what I'm saying? That's a dangerous game. That's a dangerous game because you're constantly looking outside for validation. You're constantly looking outside for somebody to tell you you're a cool person or you're interesting or you're beautiful or you have something to offer. Nobody else should be telling you those things. I mean, if they do, you say, thank you, man. I appreciate it. But you should know that yourself. You should be telling yourself that. And if you can't tell yourself that, then you got some work to do, you know. 
a lot of times they, when I say they, I just mean people in general, the motivational speakers or the gurus of whatever subject or these people that you see on the internet, quote unquote, trying to inspire you to be more and do more. You know, they say things like you have to find yourself. You know, just be yourself because everyone else is taken. I think that's kind of vague, man. I don't disagree with it, but I think it's kind of vague. The only thing I disagree with is that you need to find yourself. I think that's impossible. I mean, you know where you are. You're right there. I mean, you're always right there. You're inside your body. You know where you are. You don't need to find yourself. I think a better way to say it is you need to create yourself. And maybe I've talked about this on the podcast before. I can't remember. But I truly believe that becoming a person is work. It's not something that you just, that just happens. You know, you can choose not to work on yourself or not to develop yourself and shit like that and just let life take you wherever it wants to take you. You know, just go wherever the fucking wind blows you. But 10 times out of 10, you're going to be extremely unhappy with the person that you become at the end of the day, you know. But if you take an active role in creating the person that you genuinely want to be in life, it's not hard to know who that is. Not hard. Excuse me. It's not easy to know who that is. It's really not easy to know who the fuck do I want to be in this life. You know, it seems like a simple question. I want to be a good person. I want to, you know, do good things. I want to be funny. I want to be interesting. But it's extremely difficult to be specific. Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to stand for? Believe in support? You know what I'm saying? It's not easy to clearly define these things in your head. Especially if you don't make the time to even think about it on a daily or at least a weekly basis, you know? But that's what I think. I think that you really can't be anyone else. You can only imitate other people. And, you know, although although they say imitation is a form of flattery, I also think it's... it's I wouldn't say a waste of time because when you're when you're learning how to do something like speak in English, for example, imitating people can be incredibly effective. But eventually you got to master the language and then speak for yourself in your own way. You know, I think imitation is good in the beginning, the same way children imitate their parents. And then over time, they stop imitating their parents, hopefully, and they become their own people. You know, I think it should be like that with everything in life. So if if you have some role models, hopefully you do. If you don't, you should probably find yourself some. And you have these particular qualities that you admire about them. You can imitate those qualities, but eventually you got to, you got to, how can I say, find a way to make that quality yours, you know? Maybe that's vague as well. Like I said, I didn't really prepare for this podcast, so it's probably going to be really shitty. But, um... That's what I think, man. You got you got to you got to be yourself because not only is there no other option. I mean, you literally can't be someone else. They're already them. But I also think if you when you stop and think about the people you like the most or at least the people I like the most, it's the unique people. 
It's the ones that aren't like everybody else. Those people are truly interesting. You know, the people that offer something that no one else can offer. That's the person you want to spend time with. That's the person that can can hold your attention. That's the person that can teach you something. You know what I'm saying? That's the person that's going to make your life richer. You see? I mean, this is just what I think. I'm just sharing my opinions with you. But that's what I think, you know? When I really stop and think, who do I admire the most? Who do I enjoy spending the most time with? It's fucking weird people. Just strange people who, you know what I'm saying, have no interest in being like anyone else. They spent so much time working on and developing themselves that they've truly, how can I say, they've truly learned how to showcase what's unique about them to the world. If you stop and think about the people you like the most, I'm sure you'll see that same quality in them. They're not like anyone else. You know? I mean, it's the same reason that that people, you know, how can I say? I mean, it's like that with everything in life, man. It's like that with everything in life. If everyone drove the same car, lived in the same house, wore the same clothes, had the same exact physical features, spoke the same exact language, most people would say, oh, that would be boring. You know, the fact that we all speak different languages and eat different foods and live in different places and drive different cars and wear different clothes and have different ideas, different beliefs. That's what makes life rich and interesting. Right. I would think that nine out of 10 people would agree with that statement. So it's the same thing with your personality. You know what I'm saying? You it's not like I don't want to say you have to be different, but you should be. Matter of fact, you are. You don't even have to try. You are different. Just the fact that you are you means that you're different. And I think that's not something that you should be ashamed of. I think it's something that you should embrace and appreciate, you know. And uh, if you don't know that you're different, maybe this is the first time in your life that somebody's saying these words to you. So I would say if you if you've never heard that before, if you've never recognized that before, that you are a unique person, you really need to spend some more time with yourself. Go listen to the podcast that I did on independence. Listen to the podcast I did recently on ups and downs in life and maybe take some more information or inspiration from those as well, you know? But you gotta spend time with yourself and start to figure out what makes me unique, what makes me who I am, you know? And I think this, 25 minutes into the podcast if you're still with me this might be a good time to listen to that audio clip i mentioned to you between dr jordan peterson and joe rogan and this is an audio clip from the joe rogan podcast i believe episode 877 but i'm not 100 percent sure but if you go to joe rogan's youtube channel and just go to youtube and type in j r e experience his channel will come up and then go to the search on his channel and type in Jordan Peterson and you'll see multiple podcasts with this brilliant man uh, and you can listen. But right now I'm going to play, uh, I think it's maybe a six minute audio clip with Jordan Peterson talking about gaining self-knowledge, learning about who you are and making good use of your past to know who you are in the present and start living a better life. It's extremely important, so I want to share this with you now. All right, here we go. Ah, I also forgot to mention that uh, 
Dr. Jordan B. Peterson is from Canada, Alberta, Canada. And um, you might be able to note a difference. Note a difference. You might be able to notice a difference in his accent and my accent, for example. I'm from America and I've lived in different places, but I would say my accent is more like people from California. This man is from Canada. Joe Rogan has also lived in multiple places, but you can say he has more of like a Boston or New Jersey kind of accent mixed with a little bit of San Francisco because he's also lived there. All right. But um, the first man you're going to hear is Jordan Peterson. And every once in a while, you'll hear Joe Rogan as well. So if you don't or if you can't understand everything he says, don't feel bad because one, his accent is different. It's not extremely different, the accent between Americans and Canadians, but it is different. And also, Jordan Peterson, his vocabulary is a bit more extensive or how can I say a bit more maybe sophisticated might be a decent word to choose it's a bit more sophisticated and a bit more extensive than the average person so he uses like bigger uh more technical words when he speaks about things like psychology because he is a clinical psychologist all right so don't feel bad if you can't understand everything it doesn't mean that your english is terrible you know what i'm saying it just means that this maybe is a higher level subject even for english speakers all right so with that let's hear dr jordan peterson all right here we go. But that isn't what you should do. If you want to change the world, you should change yourself. And I don't mean that in some cliched sense. I, I mean it in the sense that Alexander Solzhenitsyn said when he analyzed the Soviet Union. He said, don't be thinking that the line that divides good from evil runs down a political spectrum or, or, or countries or something like that. It runs down right down the middle of your soul. And if you want to sort out the world, then what you do is you sort yourself out. It's a serious business, right? They say it's more difficult to rule yourself than to rule a city. And that's the truth. Because you're complicated and there are horrible monsters inside of you that need to be tamed and to, and to, be, brought, and to be brought into alignment and submission so that you can be a powerful and useful person. And um, I gave away the future authoring program as part of this video I made suggesting to millennials that instead of rushing out there to change the world by changing other bad people that they should look inward and sort themselves out properly and um i think we've given away about four or five thousand of those programs so far now i'm you said thrilled it's, about it's that it's free till the end of november and yeah. then what happens with it it's well the self or the future authoring program is regularly 14 dollars 95 cents and the whole self-authoring suite which involves it's a program that helps you write an autobiography so it helps you sort out things about your past that are still burdening you you can tell eh? if if you have a memory that's more than 18 months old approximately and when you pull that memory up to mind if you still have an emotional reaction that means you haven't fully articulated the memory you haven't analyzed it causally you haven't you haven't freed yourself from its grasp and you're carrying it like a weight and your brain responds to that like the more more weight you're carrying like that more baggage let's say the more of the stress hormone cortisol your brain produces and cortisol makes you old some of the, this work has been done by James Pennebaker at the University of Texas at Austin because he, he started to pioneer these sorts of writing programs, and he found that if people wrote about uncertain things, past, present, or future, so they could be traumatic things, they could be uncertain things, that their physical health improved. And he, he did a lot of detailed research trying to figure out why that was and basically came down to the explanation that it was 
something like a, an uncertainty reduction mechanism at work, because your brain is always figuring out how well situated are you in the world. How much do you not know compared to how much have you mastered? And you can tell that you've mastered things because when you go somewhere and you act, things turn out the way you want them. That's an indication of mastery. And your brain is sort of keeping track across your whole life of how many places you've been where things haven't worked out compared to how many places you have been where they have worked out. And if all those places in your past where things haven't worked out, you need to map and master. And that, that decreases the existential load on you, but that actually decreases your psychophysiological load. It makes you healthier. It wow. makes you less stressed. And so we put all that together in this self-authoring suite to help people write about their past, to sort it out in a, in a detailed autobiography. It asks you questions about your past. It says, divide your life up into six epochs, and then divide each of those, e that might be, say, oh, birth to kindergarten, and then maybe elementary school, and then maybe junior high school, however you want to do it. And then to write about the emotionally significant events in each of those epochs, and then to describe their effects on you, and then to analyze how you did in those situations, what you might have done differently, what you might have do differently in the future, to straighten out your past. And I, I've done that with my students in my Maps of Meaning class for about the last 10 years, and some people have written 15,000 words. It's not that uncommon for students to write 15,000 words in their autobiography. Wow. So... That's such great advice. That's such great advice about reconciling with your past, because so many people just carry it around. Yeah, well, if you're, if you're thinking about your past... What it means is you haven't analyzed the causal chains. Because you might say, well, why do you remember your past? Well, you might say, well, it's in order to have an objective you know, record of the past. It's like it has nothing to do with that. There's only one reason you remember the past. And that's to be prepared for the future. That's why you remember the past. And so what you're supposed to do is take the past and extract out from it wisdom. And wisdom is the ability to avoid stumbling blindly into ditches. And so you think, well, here's a time in my past I stumbled blindly into this horrible ditch and terrible things happened to me. It's like, okay, you need to take that apart. You need to figure out how was it that, that events conspired with your participation, voluntarily or involuntarily, so that that terrible consequence emerged. You need to know why that happened and how you could react differently in that situation. And as soon as you do that, your brain will leave it alone. It won't obsess you about it anymore because the anxiety-producing parts of your brain are basically trying to tell you where there are obstacles in your environment. It's like, look out. Don't go there. Don't go there. It's like, well, don't go there. There's fire. Well, maybe you could master the fire, right? Then you're a wielder of fire. You're not just a victim. And lots of situations are dangerous or not dangerous depending on your level of mastery, right? Life is like that. And so... A negative emotion that's associated with a memory is, is something that's crying out for mastery. And writing can really help with that. So you're reorganizing your brain when you write, autobiographically. You're, you're basically, the emotions, imagine emotion, memories can be stored at different levels of your brain some, from sort of primordial reptilian image-laden areas that are very emotional up to finely articulated plans for your future life. Well, you want to take everything that's negative and emotional and transform that into a fully articulated vision for your future. And that frees you of your past. You shouldn't be thinking about your past. 
me, maybe if you're 80 and, you know, you're going over a well-spent life, that's a whole different thing. But if you're 30, 35, or 20, and most of the time you're thinking about your past, it's like, it's like your soul is trapped back there. And you need, to, you need to free it through investigation. And the metaphysical language is appropriate because that is, in a sense, what you're doing. You're trapped in the past. It's like you've got to break free of that so you can use all your resources to move ahead into the future. Interesting words from uh, Dr. Peterson, man. I think uh, one of the main things I took away from, you know, what he said in that clip there was the importance of reflecting and thinking about your past, but not just for the sake of thinking about your past, not living in the past, you know, whether it be good or bad moments, but thinking and reflecting on your past purposefully. You know, with the with the with the intention of trying to learn something about yourself, about your life experience, about what you need in order to be more successful in the future. You know, do it purposefully, not just because it feels good or not just because it feels bad, you know, and this is one of the main keys in to. How can I say one of the main keys to understanding who you are today why you do the things that you do why you say and believe the things that you say i mean it's extremely important man and it's not easy to sit and like deliberately try and remember things or deliberately ask yourself questions you know because i think another way that you can really get to know who you are is simply by being mindful and i think it was in the ups and downs podcast episode maybe 15 it was um that I talked about the importance of being mindful in order to deal with or survive the the down times in your life. Being mindful is extremely important for that. But it's not important only for that. It's also important for self-knowledge. You know, it's important when you're trying to learn who you are and then create who you want to be and then be that person. Being mindfulness is important for all of that being mindfulness <laughs> being mindful is important for all of that you know what i'm saying and another way that you can sort of learn about yourself through mindfulness is just pay attention to the things to the things that you find yourself thinking about throughout the day or throughout the week you know cuz it's one thing to sit down in a quiet room and om hum chakras or whatever they call it and try to like ask yourself these deep questions and and try to figure out who you are. That's one thing. And I really don't know how effective it is because it can be extremely difficult to ask yourself a question and then wait for the answer. Sometimes you really will get an answer. If you sit there and ask yourself a question, you might hear an answer somewhere in your head. But I'm really not sure how effective that technique is. What I think is even more effective is to just be in the present moment paying attention to the things that you think involuntarily. Listen to your thoughts throughout the day. I mean, really listen, you know? If you if you witness something happening, if you see something on TV, if you see something on your cell phone, like really listen to the thoughts that are just bubbling up in your in your mind and then examine them. You really might be surprised, man. Like if you if you don't find yourself listening to your own thoughts throughout the day and then you start, let's say at the end of this podcast, you really might be surprised the amount of bullshit that you think on a day to day basis, 
you know, how negative you are sometimes. Or maybe I don't want to be pessimistic. Maybe you'll realize how positive you are. Maybe you're too positive sometimes. But the point I'm trying to make is you will learn that by paying attention to your thoughts and actions here in the present moment. You know, I think there's extreme value in um, going back and examining the past. I mean, I think it's absolutely necessary. But here in the present, you can learn a whole lot more about your present self and what needs to be changed right now. You know, so in the past, let's say we're at 38 minutes now. Before I played the clip from Jordan Peterson, I spent a lot of time rambling about reasons to be yourself. I don't know how effective I was in convincing you that you should really make an effort to be yourself and also make an effort to create the person that you want to be, right? Because being independent is extremely important and also you can't, you literally cannot be anyone else even if you try, so there's no reason to waste your time, right? And thirdly, you being yourself is is what's going to make people actually want to be with you right and that maybe sounds counterintuitive because if you're if you try to act like or if you try to be this popular person that you see at your school or on TV or on the internet or whatever logically you think if i act like this more people will like me or i have more friends i'll get more girls i'll get more boys whatever you're into you know what i'm saying you may think that way logically, but the reality is that person's already taken. And, and a lot of people can sense when you're being fake, when you're not being your true self, even if they never mention it to you, even if they never say it to your face. A lot of people can tell when you're being fake, man, when you're trying to be someone that you're not. I mean, we fucking hate these people. You hate when you see somebody that's clearly trying to be someone that they're not, man. I mean, it, at least me personally, it kind of makes me f- makes me feel sick on the inside, like disgusted. Like, get the fuck away from me, you know? I don't think anybody likes people like this, so why would you try and be somebody like that, you know? And, you know, continuing that thought, when you, when you start to create the person that you want to be and you just, you just choose to be yourself every day, now, maybe you're not as popular as Johnny over there or Jackie over there, but who gives a fuck, man? Who gives a fuck? You got to get outside of that meritocracy mentality that we live in and just realize that, okay, it's cool to be in a meritocracy. Like, you know, you shouldn't be praised or valued just because, you know, you said good morning to somebody today. I mean, you need to do something of value in order to be valued. But... What I'm saying is you shouldn't be looking for your value in other people, in the words or the praise or the compliments of other people. You know what I'm saying? And when you start to live as yourself, then you attract the the right people, the people that really need to be in your life. You know, if you spend all your time trying to be someone else, you're going to attract people that really aren't in your life because they like you. They're in your life because they like the person that you're presenting yourself to be. Presenting yourself as, I should say. You know what I'm saying? They're not not really in love with who you are, who you truly are. They're in love with this facade. So when when you choose to be your true self all day, every day, then you attract people that genuinely like, genuinely like you for who you are all day, every day. And life is so much better in that type of situation where you can truly be yourself and the people that are in your life are there because they want to be. They know who you are and they're okay with that 
they actually like that or love that and they choose to stay that to me sounds a whole lot better than having a bunch than being a fake ass person and having a bunch of fake ass friends life is too short for that i mean i've done two podcasts on the shortness of life and i don't know if i talked about that in those podcasts but man i think that's the number one reason to be yourself is because life is short so you gotta you gotta analyze your past and see what type of knowledge you can extract from it and make use of in the present and then really sit down and decide who do you want to be today tomorrow and for the rest of your life and make choices a million choices every single day that will keep you on the path and move you further down the path to becoming that person that you want to be you don't need to be focused on everybody else and what they're doing you don't need to be focused on what everybody else has or what everybody else has accomplished none of that shit you know and maybe it sounds selfish like to just say fuck everybody else i don't care what my friends are doing i don't care what my family is doing i'm focused on me but i don't think that's selfish man i think you owe it to yourself and also your family and friends and also society to become the best version of you that you can possibly be and you can't do that when you're trying to be someone else so how do you get to know yourself How do you figure out who you are? I think I've already mentioned that, right? Like you spend time with yourself. And even when you're with other people, just pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your habits and your tendencies, you know, and see what you can learn from that. Ask yourself questions and write. Writing or keeping some kind of journal, whether you're writing down words or whether you're recording audio like I'm doing right now, or you keep a video log, whatever it is write down or record your thoughts your questions your doubts your successes your failures it's incredibly important this is something that i'm guilty of i really don't do this enough i'll do it for maybe a few weeks and then i'll stop and then i'll do it for a few weeks and i'll stop but consistently keep a record of your life experience because memory is not reliable man you might think you remember very accurately a particular situation or conversation or something like that but if you don't write it down it's extremely easy to forget bits and pieces of the memory or you know what really happened and stuff like that it's extremely easy so you know 10 years from now you're not going to remember hearing these exact words from me that you're hearing right now unless you play the podcast again you know so if you take and i really hope you do if you take something from this podcast write it down you know what i'm saying Set aside some time every single day to write down your thoughts and write down your experience, what you're going through right now. So six months from now or a year from now, you can remember. Because like Jordan said in the audio clip, the purpose of remembering things is so that you can prepare yourself for the future. Right. You remember, you know. How can I say you remember hitting your face on a door and you remember the pain and the embarrassment so that you don't do it again. That's the purpose of memory, according to, to uh, Jordan Peterson. And honestly, I'm not a psychologist, but I, I agree with that. Why else would we remember things, you know? You remember how to arrive at your house so that tomorrow you can arrive at your house, right? Right? <laughs> 
I mean, it's, it seems like so obvious when you stop and think about it. But so much of our lives, we really have difficulty, at least I personally have difficulty remembering because I simply don't keep any record of it, you know? So keep a journal. Audio, written, video, it doesn't matter. Just keep a journal and review it once a month, once every six months, or once every year. You know what I'm saying? For a while, I was doing this kind of video log where at the end of every week, I would record myself for 60 seconds on my webcam, just talking about the difficulties I had that week, what was important to me in that moment, you know, what I was thinking about. And then at the end of the year, the the idea was, because I stopped doing it because I'm just like that, but the idea was at the end of the year, you can see your entire life, or I shouldn't say that, you can see your entire year in about 52 minutes, you know, one minute of video every week, 52 weeks over the course of a year is 52 minutes. So you can basically watch a summary or a record of your whole year in an hour and get it and have such a so much more. How can I say this? Such a clearer idea of what your year was like, what you were going through, you know, what you experienced and things like that. You can have such a better idea by just keeping a record of it. So maybe next year you won't make the same mistakes or do the same stupid shit. Or maybe you'll continue to do the things that were working for you and get better and better. I mean, that's that's what the objective should be, you know. And it's not easy. I think that the hardest part is staying consistent, you know, because you might take some inspiration from this podcast or from other motivational speakers. Or you might watch a bunch of YouTube videos or some shit and be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to be successful. And then next week you back on the couch watching Netflix and doing absolutely nothing with your life. It's very easy to fall back into that trap. I fall back into that trap like once a month. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to speak as if I got my entire life just organized and and figured out. That's definitely not the case. I'm just trying to share a bit of, I don't know, knowledge and experience with you, hoping that you can take something from it or at least improve your English comprehension skills you know hopefully you're understanding everything i'm saying up to this point but yeah man that's uh that's what i think about the reason you need to be yourself and that's one way you can start to understand who you are learn more about yourself you know so that you can get a better idea of who you want to be tomorrow and next year and the next decade you know what i'm saying It's extremely important to think about this stuff on a consistent basis, you know, because I talked to a lot of people uh, even earlier today in one of my English classes. My one of my students said that you're (laughs) that I always ask her difficult questions. And maybe that's true. I never really thought about it that way until she said it. But me, this is just this is life. This is stuff that we should be talking about. I really don't give a fuck about, you know, the finale of Game of Thrones, you know. And that part of that is because I've never seen the show. I'm not trying to say anything bad about Game of Thrones. If you're a fan, that's awesome. You know, I have my favorite TV shows and, and music and all that, too. But the point I'm trying to make is what I really enjoy talking about every day is what I mean, what's important in life. I really don't like talking about meaningless shit. You know, so I feel like this, this is stuff we should be talking about. Who are you? such a basic but profound question that a lot of people do not have the answer to myself included 
you know? What do you want to do with your life? But what do you really want to do? Who do you really want to be? There's stuff we should be thinking about on a consistent basis. This is the stuff that I wish my parents would have talked to me about at the dinner table every night when I was a young boy. You know what I'm saying? But I never had these conversations. I had to start having them with myself, you know, just to get started on this journey. You feel me? So maybe this is the first time you're hearing somebody talk about this and hopefully you get inspired to really get started on your own personal journey to becoming yourself because it's not something you have to find. It's something you have to create. And you can only do that by really spending time with yourself and figuring out what do you want? What do you genuinely want? And then get after it, bro. It's not enough to just identify it. Then you got then then the real hard work starts of being consistent enough every day to create that person that you imagine that you know you have the potential to be. You know, you know, you have the potential. And if you don't know, I'm telling you right now. The fact that you're sitting here breathing, listening to this podcast still at 51 minutes and congratulations if you are. The fact that you're sitting here listening to this means you have some fucking potential. So realize it. Do something about it. Do something about it, man. It's, it's not enough to just know that you got to do something consistently not just today and then maybe once again in two months and then once again in two years nah every single day get closer to where you want to be because life is fucking short when you waste it life is short when you waste it you know what i'm saying i don't want that for myself and you who's listening to this i don't want that for you you know what i'm saying so get after it take action you know what i'm saying it's it's not it's not a game bro it's not a game and it took me a long time to realize that and it's taken me an even longer time to apply that knowledge so yeah this is the first time you're hearing this hopefully you can take something from it and get on a journey to living the life that you know you want to live realizing the potential that you know you have you know Because if you stop and think about it, you don't have anything else to do. You literally don't have anything else to do except waste your time. That's the only alternative. So you decide what you want, man. But I guess that's it for now. If you're still here at the end, man, I appreciate you listening to this entire podcast. I genuinely hope you took something from it. Hopefully it wasn't as boring as I feel that it was. And uh, I guess... You know, really, maybe even listen to the podcast again. It'd probably be difficult because we're almost at an hour here. But maybe talk about this subject with your friends and family if you've never done that before. See what they think about it. Just I'm just trying to get the conversation started. Put the idea in your head. You know, this is just the catalyst, hopefully. The thing that gets it started. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. I guess that's it. This has been another episode of Life in English. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you later. Peace! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.